Welcome to Johnny and Brodsky with your hosts, Johnny Kim and Brandon Brodsky. Hey, this is Johnny Kim, your lifestyle and business consultant. And Brandon Brodsky, CTO and founder of Brodsky LLC. And today's topic is just short-term game, hooking up, attraction, and etc. I mean, this can go from uh, really the approach, like where you're saying, hi, my name is Brandon, or yeah. uh, also first maybe dates. the first date. Uh, leading on to even the second date. Yeah, definitely. Let's go first into one of the most common problems people have, especially we, we had that problem when we started. Approach anxiety. Yep. Approach anxiety, which is? Oh, so, I mean, that's something that um, I still have. I mean, uh, of course, like I've been in a relationship and everything, but uh, even talking to people like in business or being able to make that first approach it's all very similar and i'm like this nerdy like developer type guy so it's never been a very easy thing for me to do and back when i was in like uh in the field right i was playing the field and i would i would try to meet new girls it was very difficult for me to go talk to women yeah at a bar and you know honestly uh, i think if i was put out there again it would uh, still be difficult. Yeah. I mean, it's it wasn't difficult too difficult for me because before, like, you know, trying to go out and hooking up and things like that, I had magic. So I True. kind of approached people just, just to show magic beforehand. So you use that magic yeah. was a tool. Yeah, magic was definitely a great tool just to, uh, just to get over that approach anxiety a little bit. Sure. But, you know, it didn't really go anywhere or anything like that at first, but... It's always, Before the game. It's always easier when, when the girl comes to you, but unfortunately... That the doesn't girl, happen. No, I think it does. It does. It's happened to me. But it's... Uh, you don't get to choose then. Yeah. All of a sudden, it, you, you lose, lose control. You lose that choosing power. Yeah. So you either... You have an option. Either you want to be chosen or do you want to be the chooser. Mm-hmm. You can make your fate your reality. You can, you can really choose what you're going to be doing. Exactly. So I mean, what are, I mean, tell me those, what are your techniques that you would do? There's though? that classic technique, right? The three second rule. Sure. Yeah. That was I the remember. best. Oh, that worked. That was the hardest thing at first. It really is. <laughs> you get so anxiety. Yeah. You're it's, so anxious. Basically, what what you do is you say three, two, one. You go talk to the girl. Yeah, within three seconds. Anything longer, you're like, just done. You look. You're, yeah, you're done because first off, your your mind is telling you, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. But the, and also you look awkward because you're staring at this girl. Yeah. And as she sees you, it's going to be a major like DLV, right? Yep. Display a lower value. Yeah. And you're just going to overthink it. Mm-hmm. And then when you're actually talking to her, you don't know what to say. So the, I mean, you really just have to get out there. And the reality is, is what do you have to lose? Like, you don't know this girl. She doesn't know you. Exactly. The if worst you, case scenario, you get blown out. Yeah. And you're Whatever. not going to go over her to her and like do something illegal you're not gonna do something that's gonna damage you in any way yeah there's only only to gain you're just talking to someone it's not a big deal yeah and i believe it's that fear is hardwired into us because you know we were like tribal creatures yeah so if that one experience goes sour i think some people just don't have it though that too i mean it's just confidence levels and all that people people that were born like alpha right that too but I don't know. I think even the alphas, like just naturals, sure, have like that anxiety. 
Especially if it's like cold approach. When you're just approaching some random stranger. Okay. Well, you know, um, in in my experience, I never really became like an expert at approach. I, yeah. I never did. You preferred was... a warm approach. So I'm very like introverted. I've learned to be this. I, I'm, I consider myself to be an outgoing introvert. Yeah, you kind of taught yourself to be more out. Yeah, I or just by nature, I'm like I'm very happy just by myself making my little projects. Yeah. Or maybe with a small group of people and and still I, I prefer a small gathering of like four or five people to a huge crowd because I can have intimate conversations. And when I am at a party, I find myself having conversations with a specific person. I can have very intimate conversations mm -hmm. with someone at that party versus someone who's very extroverted is going to have like a lot of short little conversations and that's going to be what's natural to them. Yeah. So this actually the introvert part works really well with the first dates, right? I mean, I can go in and have a very nice conversation with a person. and I've learned how to have conversations with everyone and find interest similar interest with anybody and it's probably ha has to do something with the, my business and how i work with a lot of businesses so i learned a lot of cool little things here and there but at the same time it, anyone can do it if you talk enough everyone everyone has some similar interests oh yeah we've all been children before we've, we've <laughs> yeah. all we were all born like we all did very similar things no matter where you are no matter where you're from, you're always, like, there's that thing that we all had the same history of. Yeah. I think it's important to find that commonality. You know how some people say opposites attract? You know what? But I, I think I, that's bullshit. Yeah, I think, I think it's I think bullshit, it's bullshit, bullshit too. too. I, <laughs> I understand what people are saying about that, but what I think the true thing is compatibility attracts. Yeah. You can be very similar. You can be completely different. If you're not compatible, it means nothing. I think, yeah, evolutionary, we're tribal creatures. Sure. I think if we are somebody they're either interested, like a tribe that they're either interested in going and kind of, you know, experiencing and things like that. Sure. Or if you're in the same tribe. I think those are kind of like the two compatibility things. Like, you don't exactly need to be exactly, you know, in the same tribe as... Yeah, I mean, think about dating yourself. Like, that wouldn't work. Yeah. Like, you don't, you don't want that at all. Sure. I mean, it could work, but like, it, it's not necessary to make it work. I think it'd be really awkward dating like a really buff girl. You like buff girl? <laughs> you you wouldn't mind a super fit girl? Oh, super fit, definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I like that. It's like the girl version. But I'm saying like the super exact buff. same as me. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it it doesn't it doesn't have to be exactly the same or or completely different. Yeah. Uh, so. Let's talk about maybe your first dates. Like, what, what are first date techniques that we've used? Well, we discussed in the other podcast about, like, topics you could discuss. And sure. actually, you know, have a small talk thing going, kind of demonstrate value and things like that. Yeah, I think that's very similar to anything in a first date. Because it's all conversation. It's all conversation. But you also have to demonstrate value. I think that's key on a first date. You're still kind of demonstrating value. You're kind of at that point where you're qualifying her. You're kind of... you're. At first, demonstrating a little bit of value, and sure. she said yes to the date. So she obviously finds you somewhat attractive, or a lot, you know, depending on the range. But so the first date is more in the same in the realm of you're qualifying her. Sure, you know what I mean. That's key. 
So how do you uh, demonstrate some high value? So you could demonstrate value either through action, either just being kind of have because some people just have that confident presence. Just any word they say, any sentence, just exude confidence, and you sure. just you just very. Uh, that's high that value, like body posture. Yeah, body posture. If you're if you're like crossed arms, if you're yeah. like hunched over. You know how you could tell when somebody's like super enthusiastic, even though they barely said any words, even though they just even just with a hey. Sure. You could tell this. Oh shit! This guy's like super you, alpha. Or you know what super, I think it is? What a smile. Smile is important. That, that's like the number one. I think that's the number one uh, show of confidence. Yeah, and and someone smiling, and somebody who's not afraid to get a little physical. You know, like super confident guys. They get they're very like, hey, what's up? Hey, how are you doing? So they they kind of grab you. Sure. And not in a weird way, but in a very confident way, where you're like, oh, this guy, like he's super alpha. Oh, he's super confident. That's actually something you can do, not only to build like a confidence level, yeah, but also to build a little bit of trust and oh yeah, the physical physical touch. physical touch is key. Like you better be like you know and escalating that touch. You have to like hold her hand right at the beginning. It can be very awkward. Yeah, baby but, step it. But doing little things like uh, maybe if she has a ring on, like what I used to do, I would say, oh, every every ring has a story. Well, what does this mean? And I grab her hand, and it's a very like an innocent thing because yeah. I'm, I'm just looking at her ring. Yeah, it's not like I'm or anything, but there's that little touch, and then now all of a sudden we're more comfortable. I did that one time. This yeah. is years ago. Was it good? And uh, the girl goes, "Oh, that's for my boyfriend." <laughs> and I'm like, "What? The fuck? Why? Why are you in drinks with me?" Well, that tells you something right there. I know. That was red flag number one. Red flag number one, yeah. <laughs> and there were a few red flags of that girl. It was, yeah. It was a weird girl. That's yeah, funny. I, I don't think there I was a mind. second date on that. Yeah. After maybe, <laughs> you know. Uh, but, but yeah, there's... But that actually goes to another point of, of red flags. I think this goes with qualifying, right? Yeah. When you qualify her, you're... I, I love to look for red flags with anybody. Anyone I'm working with. Sure. Anyone I'm... Uh, associating myself with i want to make sure that i i can accurately predict if they're going to screw me over there's people that screw you over and you can look back and you'd be like oh you know what makes sense <laughs> and like you hear that a lot with like i don't know girls would talk about that i should this is my fault for dating a fraternity boy or this is my fault for for dating such a tool or such an asshole. Like, obviously, you saw he was an asshole from the beginning, and you're still going to date him? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, you saw that red flag, and why are you continuously going forward? Yeah. And there's, like, real qualifiers, and there's also false qualifiers. Sure. Where you're just qualifying for the sake of qualifying to demonstrate, to kind of get that. It's like a psychological... What do you say? Like, a psychological process in a specific relationship at that point mm-hmm. when you dimish where she thinks you have high value she's attracted to you and now you're you are qualifying her that shows like now she's like earning it now she's earning that trust or earning that attraction if you just uh, like showed shitload of interest well, from she, the get-go she's no longer on the pedestal yeah exactly so when you qualify it demonstrates that you also have value but you're also picky sure and it shows, okay, I'm I'm being with you, I'm hooking up with you, or you're I want you to be my girlfriend, or et cetera, because of these things. 
that I look for in a girl. So you should definitely qualify no matter what. Sure. Qualifying is like a key component that you shouldn't really like skip. In either way. If you're just going to hook up with a girl, you should still just qualify just for the sake of qualifying. Okay. Now, how does this differ from like long-term game? And I mean, you're you're like by far the expert. I mean, you got married so young and then, <laughs> and then you're still married. Yeah. So what's, um? how do you... How does the short term differ from your long? Game wise, it's exactly the same. Basically, you yeah, still have I, to you still have to think about all that shit. I would think that long term. I mean, from from my experience, long term has there's a lot of similar things, right? You don't want to play. You still want to be a little bit mysterious sometimes, but overall, you almost want to be like that AFC. Remember that? that yeah. Um, average frustrated trump Uh you want to show your vulnerable side show that you're being vulnerable showing the vulnerable when you're in a comfort phase is key to like any game sure you know what i mean to say like hey these these are my cards yeah these this is i did that what i'm bad at i did that when i just hooked up that that was like a process after i qualified her sure i went to that comfort phase oh and say like hey yeah and then i made i i I opened up and i made her open up so now it's like at that point, I have attraction. She she knows I'm attracted to her, and mm-hmm. she's attracted to me. I think it depends on how much you open up, too. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not you really... You need to calibrate. Yeah. You definitely. need to calibrate. Like, if you're on a second date with a girl, uh-huh. and you're opening up, like, you can open up a little bit. Yeah. But you don't, don't, like... don't talk about your, like... Yeah, you, you want to jerk like, feed. Don't talk about the stuff that's going to make you cry <laughs> and just tear up. Because yeah. you will not get the second date. Yeah. Like, almost guaranteed. You don't want to overwhelm people. Yeah. I mean, there... I can't imagine any scenario. Maybe, maybe you're, like, on a lot of drugs. <laughs> not know. a lot of drugs. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, let's go back to the red flags. I find this stuff to be really interesting. Like, what what are the red flags that would be really, like, obvious if you're on a first date? When I qualified? It's kind of, kind of a hard thing know. to say, right? A lot of the time, like, when I was just hooking up, I just didn't give a fuck. So I just did it just to, <laughs> just, just to, like, make her feel like she earned okay, it. Let's say you're single again. Let's yeah. Say you, you... And I'm looking for, like, a girlfriend, like, a monogamous relationship girlfriend kind of a thing. Sure. Because when I just wanted to hook up, I didn't care. I just did it because I Wait, wanted I, her to. I actually think, now I'm very cautious about, like. I know you are. STDs and, and so that stuff scares me. Well, I, I don't, you wear a condom. Like, I, yeah, but, like. Herpes doesn't get protected by condoms. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen pictures of herpes. Yeah. It affects, like, other areas. It's, it's I know. really it's gross. Yeah, it's gross. But, like, people should understand that. That if you, if someone, you're having sex with someone with herpes, the condom doesn't help. You, you would have to wear, like, a huge plastic <laughs> trash bag to cover your entire body. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. Like, it's... Yeah, if you're gonna be sexual active, you should get like everything checked up every once in a while. You should absolutely every, every like three to six months. But to say a condom, like, helps everything. It, it, I think it helps a lot with yeah. AIDS. AIDS. AIDS are uh, I think gonorrhea. It's, sure, there, there's a there's a lot of things that there's an absolute reason. Yeah, but it's not protecting you against everything. It's not protecting you against HPV, and so. For that, like, I don't want to sleep with a girl, like on my first on the first date. Yeah. Like, and... how do you qualify a girl for STDs? 
How do you do it? Oh, it, it you can't. You almost can't. <laughs> I know. You can't. I, Hold on. Let me just. Can you fax me over uh, your? <laughs> you know, honestly, to a certain degree, like, I would almost recommend people doing that to a somewhat degree. Like you, you, you recommend you recommend guys to t ask girls for the paperwork of STD work. Of like, I honestly, it's a good. It's, I think it's a good. It's, it's a good way to protect yourself. And I don't think that people should be sleeping around like that much. Like that's it's not not healthy. It really isn't. In my younger days, when I was like twenty, twenty one, I probably would have told you something different. I really would have. I still would probably tell you different. I don't think like who like if you want to hook if you want if you want that lifestyle, STDs. I mean that's a that's a real problem, but I I don't know. It's like if that's what you want, just be careful. Obviously, use condoms, and obviously won't like protect you with hundred percent of everything. Sure, but as long as you're super like responsible with it, as yeah, as much as you can be. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah I guess doing tests on your own. Is that's good. what I'm saying. Maybe even asking the girl. Hopefully she's honest, and if she's not, hopefully you can tell. The only thing, only way I could think of to qualify her is to do it in a joking way, and you have to be really socially intelligent to do this, like to joke around. You know, I I don't think you need to to do it in a joking way. I think you can do it in a very serious way. Think about it. Think about it in a way that for a hookup. You, yeah, you're saying, hey, look, I don't want to hook up like. I don't have any STDs. I want to make sure you don't. Or if you do have one, be completely open about it. Like, I think that's a display of higher value. I, I really do. Because it's saying, hey, I, I really care about my body. And I hope that you care about yours too. That you wouldn't want to, like, risk getting infected. Even Even though it's awkward. Like, I would do that with a condom. Like, if a girl says, oh, let's not use a condom, I'll be like, look, I don't know where you've been. You don't know where I've been. I think it's important for us to get to be protected. Sure. But to be like, hey, in all seriousness, you really need to fax me over that paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, you think it's funny? But, like, I, I, really, I really think that it would be a... It's, it's I I agree that we should protect ourselves, but it like does, it does kind of ruin the moment. I agree. <laughs> it ruins the whole set. What do yeah, you mean? Yeah, it, re it really does. Like okay, so you find out she does have a little something. Like you go, oh, I was halfway undressed. Now I found this out. I'm gonna put all my clothes back on and just bye. That's even that's. I mean, you could do other things. Like what? I don't know, like a hand job or something. Like a hand job. You're not, you're not gonna get like an STD from that. Uh, who knows? <laughs> oh, John, you're horrible. You're horrible. John. I'm just saying. I'm being realistic about like where we are, like in real life, right? Look, we're I, not in Gattaca where we're like just beep. I just we know think all your records. you have to, you have to be like as careful as possible. I agree. You should be very careful. And I don't think. Like, when, when guys are like, oh, yeah, my number's, like, over 70. It's so cool. No, I, I don't think it's cool. I don't think it's cool at all. I think it's fine as long as you're super responsible. Like, if you're sure. that active. No, it's, it's fine. I agree. I understand. I'm not going to judge anyone. I just think that you're putting yourself at risk oh, every yeah. time you are with a new yeah, person. Yeah, you're, you're, the more you do it, the higher risk probability-wise you'll 
maybe yeah. contract something. Sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> this this uh, conversation turned to an interesting it's way. Good. But, I like it. I like it. Um, but I don't know. Do, is there anything else we want to cover with uh, like short term game? Short term game. I was gonna. Say, I thought you were gonna say herpes. <laughs> uh, short-term game well we'll talk about what qualifying and all oh let's talk about uh what to do afterwards after like you qualify here you guys you guys are both attracted to each other what do you usually do i usually want to comfort and then i want to you know like sleep with her do you skip oh, that God, I, I do you skip even... the comfort some people some guys skip comfort and go to seduction and you could do that but you're probably not gonna get a repeat business yeah, I guess it depends on what you want, right? Yeah. Because if, you, if you're if you looking for, you want that uh, first and second date to turn into something more, then you're going to handle it a different way. Or if you want it to be like, hey, look, I think of you as a hookup, nothing else. Nothing else. You're just practice. Yeah. Like. Just practice. It's, um, I think you should approach it a little bit differently, yeah. right? Like, don't, like, I think if it's just practice. I think if you're calling the girl back uh, more than twice, you start forming a relationship. Yeah. With all the girls that I hooked up with, I wanted not like a girlfriend, but like a relationship. So. Sure. You know what I mean? Like they're always kind of like, I wanted them to be in my life, but I didn't want them to be girlfriend. But at the same time, somewhere between like friendship and hooking up. Kind of friends with, sure. I don't. I'm kind of like describing friends with benefits, yeah, but not I want to really. actually talk to the person, right? I don't... Yeah, you want to be friends with her at the same time. Yeah, I mean, like at that point, it sounds very crude, but like hire a hooker, right? That's the same thing. Like the hooker would be like coming over, to have yeah, and then like and, and then forever gone. But I was, when I when I was doing this, when I was into it, I wanted like a specific. I wanted a relationship. I wanted to be friends at the same time and just chill sure. out. And then hook up. Agreed. More than once. I yeah, I, agree. I definitely agree. And then maybe like her friends. <laughs> like yeah. having relationships and kind of network. Sure. Having that network is important. I thought. I I thought the same thing. That's why I, I like never. So you never I, skip the comfort phase. Well, I, you know I don't know for sure. I can't remember like the process of every everyone, but. Um, I, uh, like, don't think I really ever had, like, a one-night stand. And if I did, it might have been, like, once or something. Yeah. And it just uh, didn't really happen. Like, mm-hmm. I, and I, I don't really want to. There's no, there's no interest. That's no interest for me. Yeah. That's, I view that as a, a way of, I mean, even though both people are, like, consenting and both people are, like, very happy about it. I almost view it as disrespectful. Like it's what you were like violating her. No, I. It's more. <clears throat> I think. I think of sex as like. Um, it is a beautiful thing. Like, there's times where it's definitely not beautiful, but, <laughs> but like overall, like I think it's something that people do when they love each other, and even though you're you're hooking up to kind of have that feeling, to get that orgasm and whatever, like it's. I think it, it's still a sacred thing. And to just give it to someone on the first night is a bit trashy. Hmm. That's pretty old-fashioned there. A little bit. I mean, I'm not, like, super old-fashioned where I have to wait for marriage. And... Yeah. For me, sex and love are not the same thing. Sure. I mean, it can be the same thing. You know what I mean? 
I, I but just, at the same time, it's not. I don't know. Maybe it's because I've been in like a f- almost four year relationship, and my perspective has matured a lot. I think that ha- the or, idea, or has it been socially conditioned a lot? There could be that. There could be that. But right now, like where I am with my life, I kind of view hooking up with a random girl as uh, a little dirty. Like it just it doesn't seem right and maybe maybe it's just because of where i am in my life maybe if um eric and i broke up and we uh, we went our separate ways and then i became single a few months later after getting over the relationship relationship and everything maybe i'll go back to like frat boy brandon not frat boy <laughs> but yeah yeah i think you know what i mean but like that like okay sex is sex and making love is Something completely different. Yep. That's what I see it. I can see like, both sides. Like, I really could. Like somebody with like an open relationship. You know what I mean? Sure. Like that doesn't mean they don't love each other. Like somebody, if if, got, like, if a couple has an open relationship, that doesn't mean they they like don't love each other when they have sex with someone else. Mm. You know what I mean? If they agree to it, if they agree to have an open relationship and they communicate, hey, is this person cool? Yeah, that person's cool. Go sure. have, go, you know, have sex with them. Go hook up. That's that's just sex. Yeah. I I understand what you're saying. I I just I don't 100% agree. That's okay. Yeah. Anyway, I think we're we're pretty like over our time limit on this, but um I'm um thank you for like joining us, right? And yep. in this conversation. The email. And if you guys have any uh, like questions or concerns about anything or even topics for future shows uh feel free to email us at email at johnny and i'll talk to you guys soon have a good day talk to you guys later